Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America located in Washington, D.C. provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. Hi, gang. On Saturday, you ready for this? 50,507 votes were cast on the daily poll question. 50,507. What did everybody want a piece of? The following. Should Jill Biden suggest to her husband that he not seek re-election? 63.85% said yes. The first lady ought to suggest to the president that he not seek re-election. And as a matter of fact, the first lady then put out a statement commenting on the hullabaloo surrounding the DOJ report. And I believe... Uh, I guess with zero humility, that it was motivated in part because of the poll that I was promoting on CNN, where nearly two thirds were saying, hey, Jill, you know, you got to give him the elbow. I'll talk more about that in a moment, but let me just set it up as follows. The the poll question was something that I uh, I formed and framed, I guess is a better word, after delivering an opening commentary on CNN that a lot of people didn't want to hear. I had heard from many who were observing and commenting on that DOJ report, uh, not the least of whom, by the way, was the vice president and saying that it was gratuitous and political. But beyond Kamala Harris, many were saying there's no reason that special counsel Robert Herr had to include the detail in his report about Joe Biden that he did. And and mine was a different take. Mine was a, a take trying to explain that it was it was necessary. Uh, My words, might the references to Biden's poor memory actually have been a gift for the president? The DOJ report said that Biden had exhibited poor memory when interviewed by his ghostwriter, Mark Zwanitzer, back in 2017, that he spoke painfully slow and struggled to remember events or to decipher his own notes. Further, that in his interview with investigators last fall, Biden's memory was even worse that he didn't remember when he was vice president or when his term began or when with several years within several years when Bo had passed. So what was the relevance? And I argued on Saturday as I had begun to argue here on Friday, but I was, you know, the the benefit of an additional day of, of thinking and reading. I said in a word intent. Prosecutor Herr was saying he did not believe he could prove Biden had the requisite intent, the mental state of willfulness. 
those revelations went to the likelihood of success if the case were ever to be tried, which is a proper framework for evaluating wrongdoing, notwithstanding that a sitting president cannot be indicted. And then I, I gave props to my friend, the law professor, the trial attorney, Shane Inspector, who said this was actually a favor for Biden. Because absent that assessment regarding intent, Biden's conduct was largely indistinguishable from that of former President Donald Trump, who faces felony charges for his conduct. Of course, the president didn't see it that way or help his cause during his presser on Thursday night when he mixed up the presidents of Mexico and Egypt days after saying that he had spoken to two foreign leaders, each of whom had long since passed. So that was the gist of of what I said. Now, as I was saying those words on CNN on Saturday, the New York Times, okay, not the Washington Examiner, the New York Times came out with its editorial, The Challenges of an Aging President. They said, among other things, Mr. Biden's performance at his news conference on Thursday night was intended to assure the public that his memory is fine and argue that Mr. Herr was out of line. Instead, the president raised more questions about his cognitive sharpness and temperament as he delivered emotional and snappish retorts in a moment when people were looking for steady, even and capable responses to fair questions about his fitness. Further along in The Times, the editorial had said, quote, he looks as if he is hiding. Or worse, being hidden. James Carville was on my show on CNN on uh, Saturday. And, you know, we talked about the fact that Biden had come out. President Biden had come out on on Thursday night in this impromptu statement and presser, having already said that he wasn't going to participate at CBS's invitation in a pre-Super Bowl interview. I mean, my God, that game last night, I haven't seen the numbers. They will be stratospheric. It will be the most Watched. Think about this for a moment. It will be the most watched event of calendar year 2024. Bar none. Nothing's going to come close, says the host of this program. So you've got more Americans tuning in to one particular day of uh, programming in a year when it's a presidential reelection. And the president right now is trailing, according to all of the metrics, and he says no. Why would he say no when he clearly needed the attention on Thursday night? James Carville said to me, it's a sign. The economy ebbs and flows. Economies get better. Age, it comes for us all. So if you were running the campaign, what do you do? Do you put them out more? Do you put them out less? How the hell do you handle this? Well, when you don't accept a Super Bowl interview, you're about, I don't know, pulling averages, you're three points down in a two-way uh, it's the biggest television audience, not even close. And you get a chance to do a 20, 25 minute interview on that day and you don't do it. That's a kind of sign that the staff or yourself doesn't have much confidence in you. There's right. no other way. No other way. To read this. There's no other way to read and it. So he, that's Carvel. That's Carvel on Saturday, right? Yesterday, ABC News comes out with a new poll. Notice the sources that I'm quoting. James Carville, Democratic strategist, The New York Times, ABC. These are not right of center outlets. These are not conservative pundits that you could discount the data that they're offering or the analysis that they're prescribing or offering. 
ABC yesterday, an overwhelming majority of Americans think President Biden is too old to serve another term, according to a new ABC News Ipsos poll. According to the poll conducted using their knowledge panel, 86% think that Biden at 81 is too old to serve another term as president. That figure includes 59% of Americans who think both he and former President Trump, the Republican frontrunner, are too old, and 27% who think only Biden is too old. So far more think that Biden is too old than think Trump is too old. A majority think they're both too old. So that comes out yesterday, just reinforcing the nature and significance of this issue. And then David French writes a piece for The Times again uh, that totally tethers with what I was arguing on Saturday. Headline, yes, Biden's age matters. He says, one of the most difficult conversations you can have in life is with a parent or peer who is becoming too old and infirm to work. Whether the infirmity is physical or mental, often your loved one is the last person to realize his own deficiencies, so he may interpret respectful, genuine concern as a personal attack. The conversation is difficult enough when it's conducted entirely in private with friends and family. It's infinitely more difficult when it plays out in public and involves the president of the United States. That's that's sort of the setup. And then further along, he says this. Democratic partisans may be furious that the special counsel was so blunt about Biden's memory, but willfulness and intent are necessary elements of the underlying crimes. So her had italicized in his column had to explore Biden's mental state and include illustrative details. It's exactly what I said to you on Friday. It's exactly what I said on CNN on Saturday. Witnesses are frequently instructed to say, I don't remember when they don't recall all relevant facts completely and accurately. I've taken countless depositions in my career and I don't remember is one of the most common answers I've ever heard. I would add to that parenthetically exactly my experience. In fact, I instructed clients to always say, I don't recall. You can always later remember when your memory is jogged. He says, in such cases, I do not presume this person is incapable of remembering. By including the details of Biden's memory lapses, however, her demonstrated that the president's responses were well outside the norm. That does not mean that every embarrassing detail in the report was appropriate to include, but including some details was necessary to support its legal conclusion. Of course, none of this means that Trump is a better candidate for the presidency than Biden. That's another point I wanted to make. Like everybody says, oh, you're in the tank. No, I agree with, with, with the way that, that, that he wrote it. David French is absolutely correct. None of this means Trump's better, but better than Trump is the lowest bar imaginable, says French. Trump is corrupt and confused. He's a 77-year-old who's facing trial on dozens of felony counts in four separate criminal cases and has recently been found liable for sexual abuse and defamation. I agree with David French. I'm only offended that he didn't give me a shout-out because so much of that seems like it came straight from what I offered on CNN on Saturday. Yeah, so in that context, should Jill Biden suggest to her husband that he not seek re-election? 63.85% said she ought to. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. 
Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. So... If you've watched my CNN program, and I I trust that you have, you know that I relish the opportunity to respond to social media in real time. God is my witness. TC is my witness. I don't see the social media uh, reaction that comes in advance. TC sees them and she flags them. I flag them. And I the procedure is that uh, Catherine, your CNN producer, your executive producer, will tell me uh, in advance what time. You're aiming to to address them. I then send them to them only five minutes ahead of time because we're trying to get the most recent ones. So literally five minutes ahead of time, I send them to them. You don't see them until they're up on the screen in front of you live on air. So a social media reaction came in at the end of the D block. I guess we had five blocks, A, B, C, D, E. And at the end of we, we had like a, a short social Just media social block. Media. And then I was going to come back at the end of the show, do the poll results mm-hmm. and and get out. OK, so at the so let, let let me explain it this way. It's like 10 minutes to the top of the hour. OK, yeah. and I think Catherine said to me, you have two and a half minutes for this block. Not much time. OK, the sole purpose of the block is come back, hit some social media, uh, put up a political editorial cartoon from the newsletter. Right. And, and reference the poll and then go to break. So, again, you know, the deal is TC is the one who flagged this social media response. 
and now you, you know, send it into Catherine, and then Catherine has a slide made, and then the people in at, Atlanta, and the people in Atlanta, <laughs> then it's very complicated, right? So, uh, okay, this is my response to one particular social media uh, reply. More social media reaction. What do we have? More than anything, the special counsel report about Biden is a gift to you in your crusade to make President Trump president. Uh, Rajiv, maybe a different way of looking at this is to say, if you, and I, I assume you do, sir, believe that Trump is a threat to democracy because you're accusing me of like carrying his water and having a secret agenda. Here's a different way of looking at it. Michael, thank you. Michael, thank you for the openness and the candid conversation on CNN talking about the issue that's on everybody's mind. That in the Super Bowl. Thank you, Michael, for airing it out so that we can decide, we Democrats, that's you folks, once and for all, is this really the guy that we want to go with before we have closed out all of our other options? Thank you, Michael, for, for forcing a decision now because we don't want to wake up later and say, my God, the signs were all there. Even the special counsel told us in his report. We should have changed horses then. So you're welcome. One more if I've got so, time, Catherine. So, by the way, my buddy Shannon says to me that there ought to, here's his idea. He thinks there should be a blood pressure cuff on me during social oh, media yeah. response and allow people to see the escalation of my blood pressure oh. when I'm responding to social media. And I knew that that would get a rise out of you, obviously. That's why I put, picked it. But I didn't realize it would get that much of a rise out of you. And if you had seen me, like, as soon as you're like, Thank you, Michael. I'm cringing. And then you said it again. Like, I'm hiding. Oh, no, I, I was I, hiding. I couldn't help myself like, because now we go to commercial break. Go to commercial break. This is a little bit of you know how the sausage gets made. Right. So now we go to commercial break. And I'm kind of steaming about this. And I'm thinking, <laughs> maybe I didn't say it clearly. You've never done this before, by the no. way, what you're about to no. do. So we come back from we come back from commercial break now and I guess we had the poll result Quick on the said the poll result at a time when there were 35,000 or so votes. And I did the poll result, and then I decide I want to go back to the well on, on this. Hey, I've never done this before. Put back on the screen the complaint from before the commercial break, because something occurred to me. Rajiv, who says, more than anything, the special counsel report about Biden is a gift to you in your crusade to make Trump president. No, sir, I'm not the one making Trump president. You are. Because apparently you don't want me to talk about the report. You want me to, you want me to treat the report and the concerns that exist about Biden's uh, cognitive abilities as the Voldemort of the campaign. Like, just ignore it. Please, Michael, don't bring it up. And what? Nobody's going to see? No, you should be thanking me for the open airing on this program about the issue that is most of concern to voters, such that three quarters say they're worried. They're worried. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to, uh, to say that. Thank you all for watching. Hit now, the website. Now, listen, now, now having, you know, having had a day plus to reflect on this, I, I want to apologize and I want to retract and I, I wish to no none of that. None of that. I agree with everything I said in the heat of the moment. And let me tell you who apparently agrees with me. Nate Silver, you know, the number cruncher, 538 Nate Silver. He posted this in X, formerly Twitter. You don't demonstrate your seriousness that Trump is an existential threat to democracy 
by going through the motions to renominate an 81-year-old with a 38% approval rating who 75% of voters think is too old without giving anyone a choice because that's just how things are done. I'm going to say that more slowly because Nate Silver said it in a much clearer fashion than I communicated, you know, without notes and speaking extemporaneously. You don't demonstrate your seriousness that Trump is an existential threat to democracy by going through the motions to renominate an 81-year-old with a 38% approval rating who 75% of voters think is too old without giving anyone a choice because that's just how things are done. To Rajiv and everybody else who says, Michael, you know, he's an existential threat. What are you doing? Stop airing what you're airing about Joe Biden and the DOJ and stop stop with all your your legalese of why you think it was relevant to put in the memory lapses. You're going to help Donald Trump. I adopt what Nate Silver said. You're not serious. I'm serious. You're not serious. You're not serious because if you think Donald Trump is really such an existential threat, then what are you doing hanging with somebody with a 38% approval rating that 75% of voters think is too old? It's not me. It's you. That's what I wanted to say. And by the way, something else, because, you know, uh, blow my own horn. I've been I've been right about a lot of things lately. I really have. And one of the things that I have been correct about is that Donald Trump would blow it. Did I not say last Thursday, Thursday or Friday? I guess maybe it was Friday. I know that I said this to you, that Donald Trump so craves the limelight that there's a part of him that even when Biden is being raked over the coals, in this case for the DOJ report and his forgetfulness and his frailty and so forth, even when Joe Biden is having a horrible news cycle, Trump would rather he be the focus of attention. And I said to you last week, just don't, you know, he'll screw it up. Just wait. He'll screw it up. And lo and behold, instead of just like taking it down a notch and stepping out of the limelight, he's speaking at a rally this weekend. And what does he do? He says, oh, you know, I would I would welcome. I'm paraphrasing. You're going to hear the actual audio. But you know, I'd welcome Rug. Have at it. Go pick off one of those NATO countries if they're not paying their fair share. Of the presidents of a big country stood up, said, "Well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us?" I said, "You didn't pay. You're delinquent." He said, "Yes. Let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay." Of the president. People cheer for that. I mean, when I heard that for the first time, I'm like, this is and I misread it. I misread it when it happened in 2000 and uh, maybe 15. I don't know if it was the start of 16 when Frank Luntz back in that cycle asked about John McCain and John McCain was was alive. And Trump said that he respected those who don't get caught. I'm like, and this was probably the fifth time. That I said, that's it. He's done. He's done. And I was wrong. 
Um, but I felt the same way about what he said about letting Putin have at it as I felt back in the McCain comment that he made. So I'm not going to tell you, well, that's really going to impact Trump because I'm not going to repeat that mistake. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to get all that off my chest. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash Smirconish, netsuite.com slash Smirconish, netsuite.com slash Smirconish. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Hey, gang, thanks for the telephone calls. I really appreciate it. David, you're in Cincinnati, Ohio. You get to go first to start the week. What did you want to say? Hi, Michael. Um, Hi. What I wanted to say is, um, I wanted to say first is that I agree with everything you had to say um, as far as uh, people's feelings and how you cover the reports. And I always appreciate that you have those in-depth discussions over uh, both sides of arguments and draw your own conclusions to things. Uh, that's why I've listened to you for so long. Thank you. Um, one, th- one thing that has bothered me, not about you particularly, just as a collective, as a whole, as I change yeah. channels and I listen to everything else. Good. Is the media is is the media is making it out like this is still a binary choice between Trump and Biden. And as you said before, we do have third party candidates running. And this is probably the best time to ever try to get one of those in uh, that are a better alternative. I myself am voting for RFK Jr. But 
um, already decided that I won't vote for Trump. I can't vote for Democrats. I'm sorry. I just can't. Um, but so wait, wait a minute. So, you're, vo- you're voting. You're voting for Kennedy, 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 Kennedy. Did you see the commercial? <laughs> oh, I saw the commercial and I was laughing. Yeah. And, and again, to to the point you were making, like I I find it amazing. It doesn't dissuade me at all. TC knows me really well. If anything, it makes me just relish the opportunity to get back on the air and do it all over again. When you say to me, oh, you know, you're going to get Donald Trump. Really? I am? You're sticking with a guy who's has all these deficiencies in every one of these polls, but I'm the one? Because you think what? We should all just put our heads in the sand and, and roll the dice? Hi, Ken. You are in Boyne City, Michigan. What did you want to contribute? Uh, I could feel a lot better about voting for Biden if he had a strong vice presidential uh, running mate. I just... I keep trying to see stuff on her in case Biden goes over the edge and can't do it anymore. And I just don't find anything that excites me about her. Uh, I just can't see her being present. There's a poll question that I've not yet come up with how to word it, which is uh, like, to what extent are the concerns you just raised equal or greater than the concerns over his age i i know that they're all intertwined and connected and that's why i'm that's why i'm struggling to word it in the proper way vince you're in houston texas greetings what are you thinking michael thank you for everything you do there are a million of us who agree with everything you say real quick my point is biden is everything people say about him is a decent man is a good guy a thousand yeah. times better than Trump. But right now, Biden no longer has the physical or the mental capacity to do this job as effectively as he would have done it 10, 20 years ago. And that's a fact. Why are the Democrats walking into this trap? We're going to lose this election by just insisting that Biden is truly the best man. He's a good guy. But I want to underscore what you said. I that's believe him. I believe him to be a good guy. I believe him to be morally sound. I, I believe him to be uh, a real family man. There are any number of, of things that I, I, I would agree with you in saying about Joe Biden. N- none of this. Dem- it comes for us all. Do you know? I'll tell you a story. David Axelrod was my guest on Saturday on CNN. He and James Carville. So back to back, I've got two of the, you know, the brightest Democratic strategists And very high on my agenda was to ask Axelrod about Michelle Obama. I mean, of all, you know, of all people who ought to be weighing in on the speculation, what I find to be crazy speculation that Michelle Obama is going to run for president. But here's the guy who was such a critical uh, uh, part of the Obama years and getting Barack Obama elected. And I had it in my notes in front of me. And when in my headset, uh, we call it an IFB, when I was told by my producer that there were two minutes left in the segment, only then did I remember, oh, my God, I haven't asked about the one thing that was most important for me to ask. It could so easily. We're all fallible is what I'm saying. And it's coming for us all. Maybe it was maybe it was an age thing on my part that it that it was number three on my list instead of being number one on my list. I don't know. I say it with, with, with great respect for Biden, but Nate Silver has the right answer. You don't demonstrate your seriousness 
that Trump is an existential threat to democracy by going through the motions to renominate an 81-year-old with a 38% approval rating who 75% of voters think is too old. You're not serious. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.